Well, I just got done listening to the 10-hour hearing of the Arizona legislatures, the legislature, senators, representatives. And I'll just cut to the chase and let you know the result because we all need good news every day. At least I like to have good news every day. But we're going to go through the show and give you some of the highlights and what the amazing things that happened in Arizona. I think there might be more fraud in Arizona than in Pennsylvania from comparing the two hearings. I listened to both of them in totality. Uh, I definitely think there was a lot of shenanigans in Arizona. Absolutely amazing. I was even taking screenshots of it. Um, the witnesses, we had a colonel who I believe was using some of the Kraken software, some of the Kraken information. I could be wrong about that. But here is the good news. Representative, Representative Finchin, who I believe he's the one who closed out the, the, the whole thing, was saying, we are in a battle. This is just part of the skirmish. It's going to get worse. Satan We'll stop at nothing to quench out darkness. And we need to be prepared to put on the full armor of God. Amazing. I absolutely love it. But he issued a call to withhold the state's electoral college votes, as he believes there is enough significant evidence of fraud to invalidate the state's votes. So we have Pennsylvania. We have Arizona. We need six more electoral votes. Nevada just happens to be six it doesn't have to be nevada it can be georgia it could be michigan it could be wisconsin it's amazing how many past the victory there are when you don't give up when you don't give up we're going to get into that welcome to the show my name is matt williams uh, we're part of the Fight Life Fees Network. That's where I need to go with this. <laughs> you go over to flfnetwork.com, put an HTBT, HTBT in the memo field. That's the name of the show. You'll get a sweet mug like the one behind me. You'll get tons of other great benefits. And most of all, you'll be supporting us as we proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life, even politics, business, economics, careers, legislatures, hearings, injustice, all of these things. God rules over it all. Not that God is unjust, but he rules over all of the things and has control over it all and has a plan for it and it all works out for his good. So we never need to fear, we never need to be in doubt that in the end God wins and he is working all of this for the good of those who are called according to his purpose, it says in Romans. But at the same time, we cannot bury our talents, we cannot be derelict of our duties, we must, we must take responsibility for the things God has given to us and honor him and glorify him in that. And I think a lot of us are going to be, have started to understand that and will learn to understand that or will start to learn or start to learn that in the days ahead. It is not over. It is not done. We're not almost there, but we have momentum and good things are happening and God is blessing things. And we need to continue to fight. We need to continue to encourage people. We need to continue to pray. We need to continue to be in the word and repenting of sin and being righteous and following God and encouraging others to do the same and pointing this country back to God. It is not going to be good enough 
to just get rid of the fraud, to get rid of the traitors, to get rid, rid of the treasonous people. But we must return to the foundation of Christ in the Bible. And we've talked about that several times before. And like we said yesterday, there are no white knights to save us. It is going to be us as knights to do it, us as patriots. If you missed that show, please check that out. All right, so what happened in this hearing where they have called out the le- to make a call for the legislators to pull back the electoral votes and not hand them over to Joe Biden? Absolutely amazing. And you know what's even funnier about this is just to go to show you, this isn't a partisan thing, but during the hearing today, during the 10-hour hearing today, the Arizona Secretary of State and governor certified the results of the election in Arizona after the governor on record said that he is going to wait for all of the litigation to play out. He's going to wait for all of the legal votes to be counted and then they will certify. But no, they didn't do it. They rushed to it. Hmm. Why would you do that, governor? Why would you do that, secretary of state? Just remember, the Republicans aren't going to save us. We need to be the patriots ourselves and get in this fight. And if we don't, everything that we love about living in this country is going to be taken from us. Our talents are going to be taken from us and given to somebody else. And our kids aren't going to even experience what we had, which isn't even the best of what America was before. Let's see. All right. So the first, let's just, I'm just going to go through chronologically as I remember this. The colonel who testified, he was, he, and this is crazy to think about. He said he was part of psychological uh, warfare and he was a specialist in psychological warfare that the army conducted, which is interesting. And he made several allusions to that is what we're going through today from the press, from the Democrats, from social media. And if you have been listening to the show, that is not news news to you. We've been talking about the propaganda. We've been talking about how they've been weaponizing the media and these social media sites and trying to discourage you and trying to get you to give up, trying to get you to stop listening to shows like this. And you must not do it. You must not give in. And we've talked about that several times. But he, like I said earlier, I think he was using some of the Kraken stuff from the 305th Battalion, which specializes in cyber stuff. And he showed a graph and he showed and he proved the Internet traffic that was going to Frankfurt, Germany, which we've talked about before, how servers were being stolen. And it is alleged that there was actually a firefight because that place was a CIA compound and special forces went in there and took it. And although there was casualties, I'm still waiting to confirm all that stuff, but that is what is the rumor of going around. I've heard Gina Haspel, H-A-S-P-E-L, has not been to the White House for the daily presidential briefings, the presidential PDB, yeah, presidential daily briefings. So there's going to be interesting stuff with that. But he shows the traffic to Frankfurt. He shows the manipulation of the software. He shows all of these different things with regards to Dominion, Smartmatic, and all of that stuff. So he goes through that, and that was absolutely fascinating. They had another person out, and I might be forgetting some people, but these were the things that stuck out to me. He had somebody else who was a PhD in data, big data, basically. And he he had a bunch of degrees and stuff like that. But he shows on a chart, 
Actually, I have a, I took a screenshot of this so I wouldn't forget it and mess this up. He, he goes through and he talks about how Republican turnout was positive correlated. That is, when there was the bigger, the more of a county, that more Republican of a county, the larger the turnout was. Conversely, in Democrat counties and independent counties, the more Democrat and independent it was, the less the turnout was in Arizona. Hmm, that's kind of interesting. And he put this graph up there of the distribution of how the votes were tallied. And he has the top where Trump was leading in the beginning. 70% of the votes went to Trump. 30% went to Joe Biden, roughly. And then it slowly sloped down and he showed the coordinates and all that good stuff. And then till the end where Biden finally overtakes him. And he was talking about how he used a computer model to try and pinpoint the demographics that had to turn out to replicate what happened. So how... Trump went from 70-30 winning to eventually losing. What kind of turnout would he need to have Joe Biden to overtake Trump? And he breaks it down by Democrat, Republican. Um, yellow was, I think it was Independent Party, the Green Party, and then one other party. And this was the this was the rub. He tr- the the computer algorithms d- went and overdid this and did this millions of times to try to match it. And the only variables that would make sense to match close to perfectly the pattern of how these votes turned out in Arizona is if Democrats in the state of Arizona turned out 130%, which means 30% more than there actually was a Democrats all turned out to vote, which that's impossible, and negative 30% of Democrats voted for Trump. So... Not just nobody voted for Trump as a Democrat, but nobody plus negative 30 nobodies. It's it's mathematically impossible. And they show the lines and they go over the exact or pretty close to the exact same pattern. And that's with Republicans having 0% vote for Biden, 100% vote for Trump, 36-58 split with NPA. It looks like I'm just totally blanking on what that was. I'm pretty sure that's the independent party. Then zero six, and then sixty percent to Green Party, but so there was this mathematical proof of basically, and what this was showing, what this is showing, is that the actual votes were manipulated, and they were manipulated. He said by thirty percent, so it was weighted. And in fact, if you look at the algorithm, or you look at, I'm sorry, the manual for Dominion software and the, the systems that they were using in Arizona. There's this feature, you don't, it doesn't just count votes, but it holds them as decimals instead of integers, which is whole numbers. So when you're programming it and deciding how the votes are taken or counted, you can have them as a whole vote, which is the only logical thing you would do. But here in the system, because it was created for Venezuela and to overturn elections, it holds these votes as decimals. And so every Joe Biden vote from this analysis wasn't 130% of Democrats showed up. It's that every Democratic vote counted as point or 1.3. That is 130%. And every vote for Donald Trump was weighted 0.7. So it took... I'm not even going to go there. So it was so every Trump vote was less was 70% of a full vote and every vote for Biden was 130%. 
And that is what is being proven with that. I told you with that data data analysis from the PG. I t- I promise you, you should go and read this. And there and this is another thing. I just took a screenshot of this. It reminded me of this. As one of the Doug Mastriano, one of the witnesses, one of the witnesses was testi- testifying, and he was proving the voter turnout increase and participation of different demographics and how fast those have been growing compared to the population growth and just statistically impossible. Twitter decided to ban his account. Apparently, Twitter has been banning all of these different accounts of these people testifying. The news isn't covering any of this. What's going on? Why do you need to hide from the truth? Why do you need to hide if this was a legitimate election? And the answer is you don't. Joe Biden should be the number one person wanting to validate all these votes so he could be a legitimate president. But he's not doing that. The media is not doing that. Everyone in the Democrat Party is not doing that. It's because this is a coup. We're in a civil war. And even the senators of Arizona today said that. Yep. One of the ladies, representatives or senators, I don't know which one she was. She literally said that. This is a coup. It's a civil war. And we need to fight. And I hope you guys have that mindset too. All right. We have a few more events, from a few more uh, witnesses and significant things We'll talk about that. But first, we need to talk to you about Samaritan Ministries. How are you paying for your health care? As you're considering options, take a look at Samaritan Ministries, a community of Christians who help pay one another's medical bills, all without the use of insurance. A broken bone, cancer, pregnancy, and medical emergency. As a Samaritan member, you have control over your health care choices. Medical bills are sent to Samaritan Ministries. They help you get fair pricing and notify members who will pray for you and send you money to help pay your shareable medical bills. Healthcare share sharing is biblical and affordable. Samaritan Ministries has three programs offering options that could fit your budget. Every month members send their share amount directly to another member. A family membership of two or more ranges from $155 to $600 a month. And a one person membership can be as low as $75 a month. Visit SamaritanMinistries.org slash how to build a tent to see which sharing program is right for you. You can become a member any time of the year, even today. That's SamaritanMinistries.org slash how to build a tent. SamaritanMinistries.org slash how to build a tent. Go over there, check it out, support the show, and uh, you know, be blessed. It's a really great company. I'm glad they're sponsoring this show. So there were some more witnesses of people that were poll watchers that weren't able to watch the polls just like in every other state that we've been seeing that has been contested that paused we had people that signed sworn affidavits again these people made these these um allegations under oath they signed affidavits which they can um, get in trouble for perjury if they're lying one lady was seen votes that were ballots for Trump and being counted for Biden. Another lady testified of bins and bins of votes coming in in a single envelope, not in double envelopes like it's supposed to be to protect the voter's identity that were already opened. Another lady testified that one of the companies that scanned in the votes said that the votes were being scanned in at their business location, not at the voting counting place 
And we're talking about hundreds of thousands of votes that had happened here. So there was all of this big data analysis. There was, that was, I should say, analysis of evidence. And then there was evidence from the kernel of the actual software, the data, tra I mean, the internet traffic. There was all this data. And then there was the typical corruption, the typical election fraud witnesses. I mean, this thing went for 10 hours. I'm not kidding. It went for 10 hours. I'm recording this at 10 p.m. at night because I watched this whole thing. And there's all this evidence of all different types, affidavits. It was absolutely insane. Votes being opened illegally, votes not having the correct ballots and not correct envelopes, counting in different places, not having people watching, not having signature matching, just counting all of the votes. We had the data. We have all of these things. But I, I was most curious about is how the senators were going to respond, how the representatives were going to respond, the politicians of the state. How were they going to respond? And they were livid. And they were mad. And they were certain that they were going to fight and they were not going to let this stand. And they were right. They were right to do that. And everyone there was encouraging them and standing up and supporting them as well. And they admitted it's going to be hard. One of them literally said, like I said earlier in the show, she literally said, this is a coup. We have to fight and I'm ready to take the electoral the electoral votes back from Biden and give them to Trump, but it's going to be hard and we need your help. And this is where you knights, this is where you patriots come in. Just like the closing we said, they're willing to do it. They're calling for it, but they need our help. If you live in Arizona, be calling and praying for your representatives. Your governor is not going to help you. Your secretary of state is not going to help you. Your representatives are the only ones standing up for you and you need to support and fight for them. I just want to close with this. When I was in high school, my dad bought a Porsche. And I drove that Porsche. I drove it a lot. And I destroyed that Porsche. I drove it speeds I shouldn't have. I spun out on the freeway, crashed into center dividers, burned out a clutch. The water cool reservoir, because it was the first water cooled engine in that year, <laughs> exploded. <laughs> I parked in the garage. I looked behind me, and, uh, and all of a sudden, the engine was steaming. I'm like, oh my gosh, my dad's going to kill me. But I didn't treat that thing, I didn't treat that car like what it was worth because I didn't pay for it. You know, a lot of us have taken our citizenship for granted because we haven't had to pay a price for it. We haven't had to do anything. We were a lot. Most of us were born into this country. And because of that, we were able to get citizenship. But just like the good old economics saying, Ten Stoffel, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Just because we didn't pay for that right to be citizens of this country doesn't mean it was free. 
Just like that Porsche was not free to my father, he paid for it. But 202 with our citizenship from the founding of this country where our patriots, the founding fathers, stood up to the greatest military this world has ever seen at the time, the English Empire. To all the way to today, where many, many hundreds of thousands of Americans have paid with their blood the cost of our freedom. Our citizenship is not free. Our citizenship isn't free in, in heaven. Jesus paid for that. Our citizenship isn't free as United States citizens either. It's paid by patriots' blood. And our founders knew this. They knew the cost. And so they said things like this at the end of the Declaration of Independence. As free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and do all the other acts and things which independent states may have right to do. And for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. I think that we are going to get enough states to throw this into the House of Representatives. I don't know if the GOP House of Representatives are going to betray us or not. I have a sneaky suspicion that they're going to try to pull something too. So make sure you're calling and encouraging your representatives in the federal uh, Senate and representative House of Representatives as well and getting them ready for this fight. But also for those in your state or calling the Arizona's representatives to support them as well, they would really appreciate it. But even if the GOP doesn't betray us, which is a big if, let's be honest, just like the representative at the conclusion of this Arizona hearing said, Satan loves to squash and dis- and extinguish light. He tries and he's going to try with everything he has. And this is just the beginning. It's going to get worse. The enemy is going to counterattack. It's not over. And so we must be prepared to do what our founding fathers did. It is our heritage. It is our duty. God-given responsibility and talents to follow in line with the patriots of this country with the reliance of protection from divine providence that God is going to be with us and protect us as long as he sees fit that we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. It is time to pledge those things again. It is time for us to reiterate that to ourselves, to our families, to our friends, to our churches, that we are pledging these things so that we may be free men, that we may live free and die free, that our children may be growing up and live in a free country because the citizenship of this country is not free. Just as Christ died for our citizenship in heaven, blood must be spilled 
and has been spilled throughout our country's history to maintain this. Our generation is no different. And circumstances, divine providence, dictates who must pay the sacrifice. Not always death, not always something radical, but maybe our fortunes, maybe our honor. And we don't get to choose who does those things. This Arizona legislature, they didn't sign up for this thinking that they were going to have to do this and go to war with this. But here we are through divine providence where they are at. And here is where you're at as well. So make this pledge with me that we, you and me, all of us, pledge to fight. We pledge our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor because we are free. We're free men. We're free women. And we're free states because God said so. We'll talk to you tomorrow.